There's nothing quite as comforting as gathering around with mom friends and sharing stories. Stories have a way of making us feel better, and they're great reminders that no family is perfect. And that's okay. So join us as we share some stories and laugh, learn, and grow together. It's the iMom Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the iMom Podcast. I'm Abby with Megan, Susan, and Chloe. Again, I have two important things to tell you. One... Tomorrow, girls, tomorrow's our first birthday. Oh, yay! Happy birthday to us. Mm -hmm. First first episode of the I'm on podcast came out um, May 2nd. Oh, so 52 episodes. Mm -hmm. Wowee. Congrats, ladies. Also, next episode, we have an exciting announcement to share. So don't miss out on that. All right. This week's story is coming from Susan. We are at the point where like the school end of the school year, you can see it, but you're not quite there. (laughs) Um, And so we're going to talk about how to end the school year strong. Well, I don't know that this is how to end it, but I did have a child who really struggled with this. And um, he's extremely active child and he didn't actually even go to school until he was 10 years old. So we'll maybe blame it on that. But (laughs) he uh, would get to spring break and we would have a week off for spring break. And I don't know if it was the beautiful Florida weather or what it was, but he would go back to school after spring break and intentionally get suspended. (laughs) Not just suspended for like 10 days. We're talking... They would say he can't come back. <laughs> I I really want to know what he did, but at the same time, I don't want it you was to have nothing. To... It was nothing ever that bad. It was usually it would usually go like he'd do a little something, then a little something, and they threaten and they know it. And like I said, by the time this really was happening, the principal knew him well, his teachers knew him well, and they knew he was done. They just knew he was done, and he was going to keep pushing the envelope until something bad did happen. Mm-hmm. And so, um, just enough. he would be home with me. <laughs> he's your not, problem now. Not finishing the year well. <laughs> Yikes. So did he end up getting like decent grades or I mean it was um, enough to graduate? Well, but... because of his situation, if I told you what his school was, you know, he did third grade twice, he did fourth grade once, he did fifth grade twice. I mean, they were just trying to catch him up to his age because he didn't start school till he was 10. Mm. And so um, he did, I will say this, kudos to him graduate high school on time nice. and with his thing that was no un, yeah. no easy trick yeah. but what was your question you said um, I was just curious about oh, the things he did to get suspended yes oh he, it was he would get a little rough with people he, he wasn't never, like bringing a knife to school or no. anything <laughs> oh lord <laughs> Shanking kids in the bathroom. Or- <laughs> no, no. You know, talking about repeating grades, kind of calling back to the last episode about slowing time down. I actually thought about that. I was like, if my kids had to repeat a grade, they'd have to be home for another year. Like that would mean they wouldn't be leaving the house at eighteen. Wait, they would be leaving at nineteen. Weren't you just in the last episode talking about turning back time or <laughs> slowing it down? That's what I'm that saying. That would you, work for you. Yeah. yeah, you you get them for one more year. Sorry, you have to repeat your senior year. You're not going anywhere. No. So for you guys, when you were kids, did your grades drop in the last quarter uh, or were you like powering through to the end? How did you handle the, the senioritis that we all get no matter what grade we're in? I really struggled at the end of the year. I I was still am very, very socially driven and I just wanted to hang out with my friends. And at the end of the year, you know, they do parties and like, you know, I just... I really struggled at the end. Yeah. I think I powered through. I mean, my memory is foggy, but I think I was so motivated to get good grades that 
it to me it was like the finish line is almost here what kind of effort do i need to put in mm. in order to get the grades that i need to get that's a good attitude that to was have, mine Abby. to get the blue ribbon i don't think i i mean susan i don't i don't remember did i struggle at the end of the year i don't think so no but you you again and i i Aaron, what abby said i wanted the a so i'm gonna my I was fixed on the goal. Hey, great job to all of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe, how are you feeling over there? I'm feeling dumb. <laughs> well, so my next question is how does this carry how does that carry over to your professional life now as an adult? I mean don't, don't say that. I don't mean Chloe, like being dumb. Chloe. No, no, she like give her grades and she reports no, to me. Susan. Let's see, Chloe. Susan, I'm a hard burger, I promise. I mean <laughs> You know, what's your experience with finishing well? You know, if you have a full quarter, Q1, Q2, to, like, get your work done and you're in the last leg of it, do you see it as, like, I can I need, I can coast to the end? Or do you, like, re-up your energy and, like, give it your all? Does she know that we work for Family First? There's no end. Yeah. It's like there's always more work. I'm trying to imagine, like, well, and then Chloe, the last leg of a marathon. Oh yeah, you power through. No, I don't think that's carried on in my adult life at all. I'm very, I'm very motivated. She's looking at me, people. <laughs> you need to hear this, Susan. <laughs> no, I think I'm very motivated by success, so I don't feel like that's how it is now. I don't either. Thanks, Susan. <laughs> We're having a. <laughs> I'm doing my review right now. Review here <laughs> yeah. in the midst of our episode. All right, so here are some signs that your child has end of the year burnout. Some physical signs are exhaustion, fatigue, insomnia, headaches, stomach aches. Um, if they just do not want to do assignments, duh, that's a dead giveaway. Um, a lack of confidence, and I think that's really key. You know, if they're like, I can't do it. I why? What's the bother? What's the use of trying? If they want to watch more tv or spend more time in front of screens and then if they're being being extra clingy with you that's another sign that they might just be done i think that's probably younger kids. younger yeah if your high school junior is being extra clingy that's probably not <laughs> probably not a sign of burnout and for my boys it was just like they couldn't focus anymore they were done yeah they just wanted to play there's only so much you can handle sometimes so then here's a kind of a bigger question is end of the year burnout a bad thing or is it a sign of something else or a cue for a mom? I think I think if there's anxiety and stress sometimes, you know, we do load on the extracurriculars now. So they do – they have a calendar, these kids. And so, yeah, are they – is the burnout manifested in anxiety and agitation kind of burnout? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a red flag. They're throwing a flag. So do you think there are some things that we can ease up on in the last, you know, month of school that would help? Because it's so hard to pick and choose. You know, you can't not show up for practice or maybe you can. I don't know. But we don't quit. Episode 47 or whatever. <laughs> I do think you can create space in the calendar. You know, you, you've got to choose what you say no to. Um, if you know that... Uh, baseball they're going to go long and they're going to be still playing and the exams are going to be piling on then do you make them go to some things that they don't have to go to mm-hmm. do that's you good. which sometimes that's hard because then it's infringing on family life like I remember thinking um, a couple times with my son Mark he played a lot of sports do I really should I really make him go to his sister's ballet recital well on the one hand yes because she gets to display her talent once a year while we've been watching him play basketball and baseball every single weekend, you know? But it's kind of hard because he should be home really probably resting or doing homework. Yeah. I think that that, 
the idea of cutting back in that last month, I think that's actually a decision that you need to consider in August or September or February. You know, like, okay, we're signing them up for these things in three months when it's the end of the year and we're not going to be able to not show up for things. You know, are we going to regret signing up for all this stuff? Like maybe you're feeling gung ho about it now, but in a few months, are you still going to want to do it? Maybe not. We should probably pick and choose what we decide to do. I think the other thing you can do is kind of look at the activities and say, which are an actual release for him mm-hmm. or her mm-hmm. and which are stressful. Yeah. Like they do need releases. And even though it is something that takes up time, sometimes it's good for them to get out and just do something mm-hmm. and take a break from the pressure stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard too if they're super busy um, to remember that going to, you know, getting them in bed. I know at a certain age that's kind of hard, but getting them, getting them to go to sleep is probably the hardest thing because they don't want to wake up for school the next day and repeat it all over again. But lack of sleep is just going to create the snowball effect. So yeah. so I brainstormed some ideas of how to find motivation in the last month of school. Which ones of these do you, Chloe, which one of these would work would have worked for you okay. for little little baby Chloe? Okay. If your mom and dad toward the end of the year said every point counts. So the same way that you need, you wanted to earn a 10 out of 10 a month ago, that 10 out of 10 matters now. Mm. Or setting one more goal. So, hey, can you write down all of your assignments for this week? Write down every assignment. Um, buying a new supply. Mm. So, like, you know, you normally wait till August, but you go back and you, you get your new Trapper Keeper, like, on May 1st. <laughs> and then that's you have this idea. sweet supply that smells like a new Trapper Keeper. Nice. Did you ever use a Trapper Keeper? I don't know. Do I oh have no gosh. idea what you're talking what? about. What? What's I, a Trapper Keeper? I was thinking like a pencil pouch. Go to the show notes. That's what I was thinking too. What Go is... to the show notes and email me. No, no, no. I'm telling you. Oh. Go to the show notes and email me if a you know what a Trapper Keeper is. it like a pencil pouch? Go to pouch? the show notes and roast Chloe for not knowing what a Trapper <laughs> Keeper was. No, I'm with you. Do you know, Megan, do you know what it is? I do not. I don't no, I'm about to Google it. Who you people are. Bobby, we don't understand. Bobby. Does Bobby know? Yes. Okay, Bobby thank knows. you. Bobby knows. Can okay. I Google it right now? Are you guys like the same age? Was this a, like a fad? A, oh, cool. I know what this is. It's like a bo- oh, better than like a binder. It's like Lisa Frank notebook things. Uh, oh, it's like, you know, you can Velcro. put a Lisa Frank yeah. notebook in the Trapper Keeper in its ring. I have literally one of these right now on my nightstand. I just didn't know it was called a Trapper so Keeper. So in the edge flops over and there's Velcro. So it's like a, a binder, but with a, an end on and it like that seals. I'm also dying laughing. Megan, it wasn't in your in our back to school budget sorry honey <laughs> and well no i'm dying laughing because the first question when you google it is why were trapper keepers banned <laughs> oh. oh why were they banned it just it just says school authorities decided the trapper keeper was too big not too dominant just like too physically large it literally says just like too physically large Love that that's that's credibility putting like in your article <laughs> i know researchers say like let's not use it um uh, that's surprising because my kids both have to have binders that like are three inches yeah. on the side so don't give me that wow huh. well we have binders i've never heard them called trapper keepers that's the brand it was the, it was a brand special font and everything bobby knows oh i had generic binders sorry <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um okay so buying a new supply or switching up the after school routine like going and studying in the park or on the back porch or if your mother had or your dad had used more positive end of the year language as opposed to like, oh, I'm ready for this to be over. Like which one of those feels the most influential to you? I think for me, just the second one set one last goal because I think mine was just like, I just want to play. I just want to have fun. Like, you know, I needed to remember. Well, no, you're still in school, you know. Yeah. You can play at the end of the school year. I think so. Megan, did any of those resonate with you? 
Sorry, can you repeat them? I got distracted by the traffic keepers. <laughs> Uh, uh, reminding your child that every point counts, setting one last goal, buying a new supply, switching up the after school routine, or having mom saying more like motivational, growth minded. I was very motivated by things. So getting a new piece of school gear or whatever it was you said probably would have done it for me. I I knew it. We're playing the newlywed game. (laughs) We should have asked Susan to answer for you because she's like, yeah, she needs a new trapper keeper. Like I said, I got distracted by the trapper keeper. So very (laughs) stuff oriented. I'm going to find these on eBay. And we I'm should get an iMom to, podcast. I'm, I'm, <sighs> look, whoever, whoever draws Megan's keeper. name at Christmas, I'm yeah. going to ta- whisper, yeah. just get her a trapper keeper. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if it had like my name on it or anything. Oh, cool like yeah. That, if I had it monogrammed really... for her, she would have been it's so black happy. and white with gold trim. Yeah. yeah that's with Megan's yeah. name in Boston gold. Look at my phone, MT. Abby. Yep. Oh, MT. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Am I so predictable or what? I love it. Okay, so here's an easy takeaway, something easy for you to remember when it comes to uh, the end of the year. If your child's feeling overwhelmed or apathetic, encourage them to stop, drop and roll. So this is kind of on that same topic that we were just talking about with like knowing what to pull back on. But stop, drop and roll. We all know. Did you guys do that when you were in school? Did you learn stop, drop and roll mm-hmm. like fire? OK, mm-hmm. you're not yeah, too young. We for actually that. did just, learn fire just checking. <laughs> Yeah, we had fires. Um, so st- we did. have. You still have fires. Yeah, for There's sure. still fire drills. <laughs> yeah, OK, sure. well, and that was easier to get out because nobody had that big old trapper keeper. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're weighing them down. So that's why they were banned. You couldn't stop, drop and roll with your trapper keeper. <laughs> All right. Um, So stop. Stop means to step back and help your child take a personal inventory. Say, you know, where are we now? What do we want to get done today? Drop means ask them, talk together about what you can let go of and also help them see not everything has to be done in a day. Let this go. This can wait till tomorrow. Stop, drop. And then roll means changing direction. So this could be like kind of like what I was saying, go outside and study or go to the park and do your homework. So you could change a daily routine or even designating um, or delegating a responsibility, just little things that help set short term goals that lead to long term feelings of accomplishment. Both of that can all help you avoid burnout. So stop, drop, roll. I thought that was like super Mm -hmm. yeah, easy to remember. Yep. All right. Then one last thing. What about moms? How do we finish the school year well? Because a lot of our attitude is what influences our kids. And I'm guilty of saying, I don't want to pack lunches anymore. I'm so tired of packing lunches. And or this is the second to last lunch I have to pack. And so I'm sure it kind of spills over to my kids. So um, what are things that I'm putting you guys on the spot. What do you think are some things that moms can do to end the school year on a positive note or to keep themselves going? Susan, you mentioned one the other day that I thought was insightful about conferences. Oh, yeah. I I would, especially if a child had had a a difficult year, always schedule an end-of-the-year conference, which they don't have them. You have to ask for one. Mm. But I feel like the teachers watch your child and get to know your child for a whole year. And they have so many great insights that I just wanted to have that closing kind of meeting. Is there anything we need to work on? Is there any social skills they need to develop? Or are there any problems? You know, just what, what can, what did you see in my child that A, was either a positive, insightful thing that I may have missed or negative, you know, something. So I, I like to do that. I can't think, Megan, if I did anything to help 
or, or that was- I feel like the school and maybe it was school and outside of school, but I feel like we always had a lot of the end of the year parties, which was kind of fun um, or like beginning of summer or something like that. So they tried to like keep you excited toward the end of the school year looking forward to something. I think sometimes, um, maybe, maybe you don't remember this, Megan, but I would, if one child, like it, it was Megan, cause she was the oldest and she had all these younger siblings running around was, had a big exam or anything talking to the other kids and say, Hey, we're going to do the dishes for her because she's mm-hmm. got to study. It sometimes is kind of encouraging then, um, a it helps them be aware of their sibling yeah. things, but it also is kind of encouraging when they see that. I love that. I think that's a great idea. Um, I also, I try to come up with like easy to pack lunches for the end of the year, or I'll make like a bunch of stuff at once just because I don't want to pack any more lunches. Um, I always used white paper bags so I could draw on them. My kids would get embarrassed because I would draw (laughs) pictures and I'd have to line them up. And sometimes I even drew a head. But do you remember that, Megan? I do. Did I tell I you would, guys? This? I would crumple it over. So nobody oh. saw oh, my <laughs> drawing. <laughs> so I did. I started drawing on their bags. We don't send paper bags anymore for their snacks. But I started drawing on their bags like a few months before the end of the year last year. And it was just little stick figures and, you know, little drawings and stuff. And I opened my older son's backpack one day and I found like 12 of these little Aww. paper bags that he had cut the pictures out oh, and stuffed them so in his backpack. Oh my gosh. And I was like, Liam, what is going on here? He's like, I cut them out every day. And some of the kids make fun of me because I save them. And <laughs> That's I was like, so precious. Oh, I know. I was like. I never grow up, son. (laughs) You were probably like, I'm going to go take art lessons. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to do those drawings anymore. I didn't start it this year because it was really tedious every day. It's hard. What am I going to draw today? But yeah. Um, Also, you know, posting a calendar, it's always nice to do a little countdown. And then you could also print out our bucket list, our summer bucket list Mm. printable. And then maybe every day in the the month of May and June, write, add one more thing or, you know, every week, add one more thing to your bucket list just to think about what you're looking forward to over the summer. Yep. Love that. What do you think about the idea of surveying your kids at the end of the year and finding out like where they in what they enjoyed that year, what they how they feel like they grew? Oh, you said surveying. I thought you meant said serving. Serving. <laughs> serving. <laughs> how do you feel about surveying your kids? Surveying. I like that. Yeah. Because yeah. you know at the beginning of the year, right? Like you know how they do those um what are those little cute things that moms do where it's like my favorite color is such and such. My you know, yeah, just the the survey of a kid's like preferences yeah, and things. So like a, nice. It's like an exit interview for the yeah. year for your child. <laughs> yes, it's probably it's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to leave fifth grade? Well, here, fill out this. <laughs> yeah, fill what out did you like? What didn't you like? It'd be good to know. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. And then you revisit it at the beginning of the next school year. Like, Mom, I hated that peanut butter and jelly every day. Mixed it well, up. I'm not saying survey <laughs> them about lunch. I'm talking Have you about seen that? school. There's this video where this little kid comes off the bus and goes up to his mom. His mom's like recording him. She's like, did you have a good day? And he's like, Mom, that sandwich you made, not your best. Oh, <laughs> that feels like something my kids would say to me, for sure. Now, now but your drawing was excellent. Yeah. Episode. What? I said that should go back in the disrespect episode. Right. <laughs> yeah. I sent, I got creative one time and did a tortilla shell with peanut butter and jelly and rolled it up and wrapped it in plastic wrap. And oh. I thought, this is cool. It's like a tortilla PB&J. <laughs> and 
because I put it in the fridge, it got slimy, Ew. like the wetness from the moisture from the thing. And so I got a note at the end of the day, like an email that said, your son charged lunch like $4 for a sandwich at lunch. He didn't even ask. He just bought school lunch. And I was like, I hear you. All right. What do you do to prevent end of the year burnout? Email us. Uh, tell us. It's a link in the show notes. Tell us if you've heard of Trapper Keepers. Please come to my rescue. Um, and if you're already looking forward to summer, be sure to visit imom.com. We have a ton of summer activity printables and articles to make the most of summer vacation. We also have that character builder calendar. Um, we have one on diligence and one on perseverance, different months on those. And so both of those are big parts of Um, you know, being able to finish the year strong and building these traits that will help them all the way into adulthood. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the iMom podcast. iMom is the motherhood program of the nonprofit organization Family First. Along with our fatherhood program, All Pro Dad, we exist to help you love your family well. Subscribe to our daily email, the iMom Minute, by going to imom.com slash subscribe and get tons of great ideas, insight, and inspiration. The iMom podcast is hosted by me, Abby Watts, along with Susan Merrill, Megan Tigner, and Chloe Blumenthal.